from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. So excited to have back with us from Kinwork Connections, our genealogist and founder of her own company, Pamela Luz Noji. Thank you for being back today. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just great. It's fun to be back. Well, it's exciting to have you here. And we must establish each and every time uh, for new listeners who you are and what you do. So would you mind telling us a little bit about uh, yourself? And then we're going to get into a little bit about that Roots Tech stuff, too. <laughs> okay, then. Um, well, I've been doing genealogy now for about 17 years. Mm-hmm. I do all kinds of projects, small, large. I've used my skills from my PhD studies to teach Ooh. myself what I need to know, even in this new field. Um, I inherited my family's papers after my father passed away, which is kind of the way many genealogists begin. And I just kept on keeping on since then. The best contact would be uh, my email, which is kin1889 at me.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right. So what's been going on with you recently? You were somewhere, right? I was somewhere. Tell I us. Went, I went to Salt Lake City. Yay. To Roots Tech 2023. And this is probably the largest genealogy conference in the world. It's put on by Family Search and the LDS Church. And these are the people who are making many, many records available it's always in Salt Lake. And then, of course, you can go over to the main Family Search Library if you want to. Um, it's a very exciting thing to do. And the thing is, we've not been able to be in person since 2020, mm-hmm. obviously, with the pandemic. So this is the first one fully back in person. And it's really, it was really great. You get to see vendors. Um, there were probably well over a thousand people there. There's excitement. You meet people in classes who are also interested in what you do and can teach you things. Mm-hmm. Talk to the speaker maybe even meet the speaker in the hallway. So it's a great way to keep involved with um, all kinds of new things that are happening in the industry, um, just to keep up to date. Oh, awesome. So what did you learn? Tell us some insight. Did you learn anything new? I'm sure you met great people. I did meet some great people. And I learned about a bunch of new, um, new, mostly new ways of capturing and storing images, information, um, sometimes about family stories, sometimes about objects and what did the object mean and how did the object come into your possession. Um, there's one new site that even has a way for you to um, possibly get it appraised um, to find out whether the mm-hmm. object is actually worth something. Um, it's kind of thing that you might think an experienced genealogist wouldn't need to go to conferences but you never never stop learning awesome and sometimes there are the really big names in my field uh out there they wouldn't be household names to the general populace but there are some big hitters and a lot of them came from the dc area uh, where i live and they're out there giving their speeches and teaching us all new kinds of things and reminding us of things that we might have forgotten Mm -hmm. Do you want to share some of them? (laughs) Um, Well, one of the one of the things is most specifically that 
even Ancestry.com is working to, I don't know whether I want to say upgrade, but um, change some things about the way they do their family trees that make it a little bit easier to search in a variety of different ways rather than just on the person's name and also possibly to make some um, some quick images from it, like a family group sheet or a fan sheet, which are different ways to sort of display a family's genealogy. Like, especially the fan sheet is, it's one small piece of paper while well, you can make it huge, but you can get a lot of generations in a very small space. And it's just a good way to visualize things like that. Interesting. And by the way, Pam, just to point out your website uh, so we can reach out to you if we want to talk to you, it's kinworkconnections.com? It is. Kinworkconnections, all one word, dot com. Perfect. All right. And also, um, you want to mention your email. It's kin1889 at me.com. And also, um, do you want to talk more about the conference in a sense and what you know you did there? And of course, maybe we'll talk more about teaching yourself about genealogy, which you've done such a great job of all these years. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I just want to bring up is uh, something uh that I was asked about last time when I was talking about my work with Japanese American internment records. And I mentioned there was a film that I had helped uh, do some of the research for, and I now have the website um, for the film. And I don't know, may I say it? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. So it's www.relocationarkansas, all one word, .com forward slash trailer unfortunately it's not free and i don't know how much it costs but um you can at least see some parts of it in the trailer and see whether you think it's worth going on and uh, seeing the whole thing my name shows up at the very very end very briefly under the list of researchers so it's that not a cool you know but it is fun isn't it it is. Come on. That's a, it's a lot. That's important. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, I actually learned a couple more things also about Japanese, uh, well, even Japanese research, not just Japanese American research um, at the conference about how to get this document, which happens to be called a koseki. And it's basically um, sort of the family history uh, of your particular family, but it's, it's kept at like the local um, council office um, and, and it's kept over time. So it's really a great document that you can find that tells births, deaths. And I mean, it goes back generations um, if you can find it. And so that was one of the things that I uh, learned about in a talk there, um, how better to get a hold of these things. And also I did learned a little bit more about German research and DNA and how to use it. Wonderful. And also, um, let me also point out here uh, the fact that you uh, can help people if you're just tuning in uh, in regards to getting their past, retrieving their past, their family history, their genealogy. She is our genealogist and expert here. And again, we just got to remind you, if you're interested in working with her, it's kinworkconnections.com. Reach out to Pam. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Thanks. <clears throat> well, I sort of wanted to talk about, yes, um, how I learned some things, because, again, 
learning to teach yourself things is what I learned in my PhD studies. And so that's kind of how I did my thing here. And again, I want to make it clear that this doesn't stop. This is something that continues. Mm -hmm. Um, The first thing I did was volunteered. And I was a genealogy consultant at the National Archives here in Washington, D.C. And, you know, it's kind of interesting. You're helping somebody, but sort of while you're doing that, you're learning. You are teaching yourself things basically as you go along. So one day there, it was really kind of a sweet story. I was helping a young man uh, find out something about his grandmother And for somebody like me, that doesn't seem like a long time ago, because I know my generation's back, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I found his grandmother in a census, and he actually cried when I found that. Oh, my goodness. But these are the best moments is when you really touch someone with what you have found. Um, So some of the people I volunteered with are still friends, and that's another good way to keep learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they open doors for me, I open doors for them, uh, all these kinds of things. So it's really good to create a community because, you know, nobody knows everything. And though I live in DC, I've got great access to records. Um, not every record is here. Um, and it's nice to know people in other places who can help um, answer question you know, professional to professional. So that is one of the things that I I enjoy about um, both conferences and my previous experiences um, volunteering. Wow, that's amazing. You are so passionate about the work you do and uh, listeners today, hopefully they understand this because I mean, you offer really full service um, and you've taught me a lot, even searching on your own to certain websites you've shared with us in the past on how we can maybe find a lost um, uh, a lost family member from a picture to try to match the face, uh, even searching yes. yeah, for a gravestone. I mean, these things are important and it just reminds you all. One big lesson that you taught me is write everything down, talk to the elders in your family, especially keep a journal, keep a diary of uh, your family history. Absolutely. Um, that that was actually brought home a whole lot at this conference recently, is get your elders to talk to you. Mm-hmm. There were even sort of classes on like how best to structure an interview mm-hmm. to get the best kind of information. Um, and again, the notion of retaining things, anything that you already have, photographs, whatever, to get them scanned, get them up to the cloud, get them in some kind of order, um, along with stories about them, if you know the names of the person in the um, in the photograph. And I'm trying to do something with an object that I had, which I have now donated, um, but I can upload an image of it and write the sort of history of how it came down to me and where I think it was originally made. And those are things that are also quite fun once you find something in your family box. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And at this time, we'll take a quick break here. Tell us again how we can reach you. Kinworkconnections.com and KIN1889 at me.com. Perfect. 
All right, stay tuned, and we'll be right back with more after this quick break. Don't go anywhere. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi. Do you suffer from an acute or chronic body aches or mental stress? Here is the solution. My name is Mohamed Porfek, and I'm the owner and operator of Massage Services at Massage Therapy located in Beverly Hills, California. I will guarantee you when you walk out of my room, you will feel like a new person. Book your appointment online today at MassageTherapia.com. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, Online Radio Box, and Simple Radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcasts on the go and don't miss a minute of the action. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. It's all about Kinwork Connections, and we're here with our guest, Pam, of course. Excited to talk to her in regards to her company and how she's using her skills with her PhD studies to really teach herself more than what she knows. You think she would know everything, but she says, no, she doesn't. She just came back from the Roots Tech 2023 conference as well, which is the largest like genealogy conference in the world. So she really um, has uh, you know, really the front-running uh, tools here with you, and she combines forces with friends and volunteers and everyone's learning how to help her and help you all connect to your past. So again, um, in regards to genealogy, is there anything else that you learned at the conference that you want to share before we continue? To share was sort of another aspect of learning. You also which... you also were a speaker there too, right? Uh, not this time. I have been speaker at uh, other conferences, conferences. Okay, in the yeah. past. I want to know about that too. Well, okay, cool. But perseverance is another um something that you have to have to do this job. And I learned a trick kind of when I was back doing my PhD work. I wanted to see a manuscript at the Royal Library in Brussels. I had a letter from my majority professor at school, blah, blah, blah. And they said, no, you should have asked for this two weeks ago, blah, blah, blah. So I was so frustrated that in fact, this was kind of natural. This wasn't totally planned, but I started to cry. And I said, I'm, but I'm only here for the book. The guy got so upset that he not only gave me the manuscript I asked for, but several others that I didn't. So basically, you learn that you do yeah. anything you have to do to get access to the records. Mm-hmm. Certain place I wanted to use a scanner. 
they said, oh, well, we're having a budget cut, so uh, we don't want you to even use our electricity. Like, what? what? Okay, so then, and they weren't as good copies, mm-hmm. but I put all of these records on the floor yeah. and took pictures of them with my cell phone. So this is another thing that basically it's, it's, it's that tenacity mm-hmm. to find the answer that becomes something very important. So the other the other thing that's fun that you can kind of do, people sometimes find this really exciting and some others maybe not so much, but I was able to find the exact piece of land that my ancestors owned on the border between Warren County, PA and Chautauqua County, New York. It still farms, but I know from plat maps and all kinds of things that it's exactly the piece of land that my family once owned. And sometimes people really love that, the notion that you can either have a photo or you can yourself then, once it's been identified, go and see where they actually lived. Um, I even did this in England using some of the resources at the Birmingham Library. I found all the addresses of my family who'd lived in the suburban area and went out and got a chance to see things and not only... Well, in one case, the road was still there, the address was still there, but it was a modern building, a little bit of um, modernization in the area, but it was near this old castle building that obviously had to be there when my ancestors were there, and it supposedly was opened in the summer to the public to come and hang out and um do things and I mean, we're talking the 1890s here so i mean it's really pretty cool excuse me no problem now you wanted to know about lectures that i've given well i've given a few and i've given them at the national archives i've given uh some at the library of uh dar and at an fgs conference and an ngs conference now you want to know what NGS means. It's our big trade organization, if you will. It's the National Society of Genealogists. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the big conferences in addition to Roots Tech. FGS actually doesn't exist anymore, but it was here in Washington. So I, you can imagine if you ever do a lot of PowerPoint creations, you know that you're learning a lot to do the PowerPoint, either if you've on a huge project like I did on the Japanese American um, and the Civil War widows' pensions at the archives. But even if you're putting together something kind of quickly, you know, you have to learn really fast to get what you'd need to know to be able to teach somebody something. I mean, the reason I love to talk is I love to teach. And so this is something that I that I really think is great. Now, most of my talks are heavy on documents. What are the documents in particular, either Civil War pensions or the Japanese American internment records? And what do they teach you? So maybe somebody who wants to have somebody else do their genealogy for them doesn't really want to know all of the nitty gritty about how you do things. But it's kind of nice to know that it's not as easy as they seem to show on uh, genealogy roadshow or finding your roots. Um, It takes a lot 
to put together a thing, something like they show you at the end, oh, and here's your census record, here's your There are many, many steps and a lot of knowledge that goes into finding, correlating the data and then presenting it nicely. And that's something I also really like to try to do is present it so that the client can understand it and refer to it and that it's you know visually pleasing mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. Some of my um, some of my talks um, are on my website, so you can click on them and actually watch the entire talk. Oh, okay. And my website, I also have um, two of my publications um, that I did on a I did some research on a family in Washington County, Maryland. No relationship to me, but it was something that was sparked by my work um, on the Civil War widows' pensions, mm -hmm. and that just kind of became this. Again, I got passionate about the project, and um, then I was able to um, actually get published. Congrats. So that's another fun thing. Yay! It is. That's exciting. And when was this? <laughs> um, the. Um, Civil War Widows Pensions Talks, there were probably a couple of years ago, but I, as I said, they are still on my website. And the article, was that from like, ah, ha, 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 I'm not sure that I remember it, mm -hmm. uh, the date. And I also got a public, got published on the Japanese American Research um, in the NGS Quarterly. The other one was published in the Maryland Genealogical Association um, publication. It's there. Awesome. That broadsheet. is a proud accomplishment for sure. So it might, as I say, this might be a little bit in the weeds to find out that, oh, yes, you know, this is how you do it. But at least it gives some context for what I can do for a client. I also, sorry about that. I also have um, some, I have a lecture at a place called FamilyTreeWebinars.com. This is unfortunately not free. You have to be a member. But I did a, a lecture there that was the one I first gave at the FGS conference here in Washington. But now it is on www.familytreewebinars, all one word, .com. And I did a lecture about how to use the DAR library. And I specifically set it up so I could show what you could learn from home because they do have a public website. And then what happens if you're there able to go to the library and how much more you can learn and understand. Awesome. Thank you. All right. We still got three minutes left here. What else did you want to add to the conversation? <laughs> I know it goes quick, right? It sure does. Well, just the notion that no one knows everything. So I try to continue learning every day to provide the best services I can to my clients. There is not really a day that goes by that I don't do something related to genealogy. And that's not an overstatement. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's the reality of the deal. Um, it is a passion. It's what I, it's what I do for free time. I mean, it's just everything I want to do. And it's clearly you're passionate about it. And what else did you want to share? I mean, we still have so many notes here. Uh, I know we're kind of going out of order, which is fine. Uh, and, you know, we're learning as we go. But would you say, like, 
there's the societies. You said two important ones maybe you want to mention. The Association of Professional Genealogists, right, and the National Genealogy Society. So can people join these? Uh, They can. Um, And the National Genealogical Society has um, information on its website, some of it for free for you to learn, and there's publications. They have classes that you can take um, on their website. The Association of Professional Genealogists probably would not be something that a hobbyist would want to join, but what it does have is its members, they have the members listed on their website with their specialties, um, with the areas that they work in, um, where they physically live, so that you can find out a little bit of information about what other genealogists. Now, of course, I want you to come to me, not Mm -hmm. to them. (laughs) But it also gives you some idea about what you should expect when you hire a professional. And there is actually um, a, a document that they have that's called why hire a professional? And their uh, website is www.apgen.org. Because some people don't always know, well, well, what, what's different about hiring a professional rather than just having, oh, you know, Janie Sue go and look a couple of things up or, oh, I'll just play around on family search and find everything I need. And it isn't always really that straightforward. Yeah, no, that's true. Thank you for giving us that tip. Uh, And if we want to reach out to you to work with you, uh, to hire you, to get started, to help us find our own path of genealogy, how do we do so? You can contact me on my website, www.kinworkconnections, plural but no space, dot com, and by email, which is kin1889 at me.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. And before we go, what else did you want to share? Go ahead. You're about to say something. (laughs) No, I was just going to say thanks so much for listening. Oh, thank you for being here. And anything else next? Do you have any more conferences coming up? Actually, I will be going to the NGS conference, which is going to be in Richmond this year in the end of May, beginning of June. So I'll have another chance to go listen to talks and meet some of the leading lights in our in our field. Awesome. That's exciting. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here and we're looking forward to the next time we connect. Are we back together next week? We are. All right. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much for your time today. As always, we really do appreciate having you here on the show and uh, we'll connect again. You sound great on the zoom audio, by the way. So much better clarity, right? Yes. (laughs) Much, much, much. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. So you see, son, good manners are very, very important. Someday, many years from now, when you're a grown-up, you'll be a man. And when you are, you should be a gentleman. Do you want me to go through it one more time? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open for ladies. If a door's shut, then knock first. Don't burp, don't swear, don't speak with your mouthful, don't reach across people's plates, keep your elbows off the table. What tip? And don't interrupt. While we're at it, don't stare, don't use foul language, don't call people names, but do remember people's names. Always share your toys, play nice, and cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze. On the bus, give up your seat to anyone who has trouble standing. Bottom line, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier. 
and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council.